0: Now, Dave Rubin, you've seen him on YouTube. You've seen him throughout your social media feeds. He is a comic, and he is a host. Uh, you've seen him on Fox News as well. He's also the author of Don't Burn This Book, Thinking of Yourself in an Age of Unreason. It is available at Amazon.com, wherever fine books are sold, if you could still get into a bookstore. Uh, and Dave, it's it's good to have you with us because I have uh, some questions on the book. But first things first, uh, how's your health, and what's it like living in lockdown California?
1: Thanks, Tony. Well, I can tell you, I am not at the beach today. Uh, I'm at home. Is it? it's 85 and sunny, a perfect SoCal day. I thought maybe I could go to the beach, stay a hundred feet away from everyone else, and get a little sun. You know, vitamin D is supposed to be good for you. Uh, but no, I'm uh, I'm home again. We'll make it work. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, we're we're here. We've done a great job, everybody nationwide, of of keeping the numbers down, and flattening the curve of doing what was asked of us for, for two months. Now we've been living like hamsters in a cage and, uh, and people are getting itchy to get out there. They're getting itchy to go back to work and be able to provide for their families and the rest of it. And it's not like we can just snap our fingers and just go back to normal, just like that. But, you know, I wish we had some government officials that would deal with things maturely. And instead of saying, oh, we can't open up the beach or the beach is completely closed. Well, how about you know, half capacity, and if you park your car, it's got to have a space between the car next to it, and you can only come in groups of four, and you've got to be a certain amount of space and the rest of it. It's like that would be a policy that whether you thought it was right or not or whether it was useful or not, that could be debated, but at least that would be a policy that would allow life to go on at some level. And instead, what we're doing is just, oh, close the beach, and why are we closing it? Well, we said we're closing it, and that's good enough.
0: But it's this it's this logical conversation that is lost. And I was talking about the Tea Party and how NBC News, taking a look at these people who are engaged in these protests for wanting to open things up, um, uh, they're all white, they're all carrying semi-automatic weapons, and it's reminiscent of uh the racial epithets and uh the racism of the Tea Party. I was there for the Tea Party. I'm a I'm a I'm a founder, and the Tea Party wasn't racist. And I noticed this is the second or third time it's come up and it's utilized in this narrative kind of way and that's some of the things that you get into uh, in the book don't burn this book thinking for yourself in an age of unreason um setting narrative versus engaging facts seems to be well what so much of of media and those people who put themselves in that intellectual camp are about these days
1: Oh, yeah. Well, this is very much a driving force behind the entire book. I have a whole chapter devoted to how to spot fake news, and I lay out four types of fake news. And, you know, people think that fake news is just, oh, a fake story, like a completely made-up story, or they think that maybe it's, you know, a headline that doesn't match the the inside of an article – um, but it's also fake narratives. So, of course, the people protesting right now, nobody's protesting in the name of racism. These people want to get back to work. That's it. They want their lives to go on. They don't have jobs. They're worried about providing for their kids. There's literally no sense. that That's not to say there might be a racist person amongst them, but there's racist people in society. And that's just the way it's always going to be. We would love for racism to not exist, but it's part of the human condition. Uh, but the idea that people are going to the Capitol or they're protesting their government for racism, I mean, it's so consistent, unfortunately, with the way that the media and most of the left has behaved over the last couple of years, which is if anyone does anything that they don't approve of, what are you? Well, congratulations, you're a bigot and a homophobe and a racist and the rest of it. And its it's just... Patently nonsense, you know. Thank God we have some people that are willing to protest the government, which, by the way, is your God-given right as an American. You know your your right to protest. You want everyone to do it peacefully and hopefully take whatever precautions uh, they, they should. But um, there's nothing racist about protesting, and that that narrative is is a type of fake news. Just applying a narrative to a group of people because. You don't want to combat combat the ideas; you just want to shut them down.
0: And and to that, uh, something from the book that that kind of popped out at me: uh, you literally have a chapter that says, "Don't worry, you're not a Nazi," which <laughs> is 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 great. Usually, I, you know, something I have to 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 tell my kids. And you quote a piece that was done about you, in the magazine Der Spiegel, where they refer to you as the. And I'm quoting here, the biggest illusionist associated with the alt-right movement. So when we talk about narrative, I hope you don't mind. I want to read this, and then I want you to do the follow-up, because this is how it got phrased. Very often we talk about narrative, we engage the concept of narrative, but it's, it's really interesting to see somebody spell it out as it was done to them. This is what got written. Uh, On the surface, his life looks like that of a model progressive. He lives in a modernist house made of exposed concrete, glass, and Scandinavian wood. Inside, an artist friend is at work on a painting on a large canvas. There are framed covers of the New Yorker on the wall in the foyer. This is where Ruben lives with his husband, David, who is making coffee with an Italian coffee maker. From a studio in his converted two-car garage, Ruben broadcasts his Ruben report in which he, with affected genuine curiosity, often provides other alt-right figures with talking points in the form of suggestive questions. Now, that's one hell of a painting of a picture <laughs> and a painting of a narrative. Now, I know parts of your story, but I want you yeah. to break this down. Break down where the insanity lies in this narrative set.
1: Yeah. So, again, this is such a perfect example of what fake news is. Now, I want to give you a little backstory there, which is that the, the, author of this story the quote unquote journalist of this story spent a full day with me from about 8am till I did an event at the uh, USC University of Southern California which finished up at about 9pm so he spent you know that many you know 16 hours with me he saw me do, tape two shows do a live event spend time with me and my crew and everything else and one of the interesting things is there's a law in Germany that if you quote a subject in an article you have to run the quotes by him. So this guy who I spent hours with decides to write the entire piece without quoting me once. I mean, that already tells you yeah, this is this is not a serious journalist, but these are the tricks that, that these quote-unquote journalists do. But what you read there, he's trying to paint a picture that I'm some sort of elitist. I have exposed concrete in my house. I mean, there is no exposed concrete in my house. I, I like that look, actually, and I would love exposed concrete. I just don't have it. He talks about my New Yorker uh, hanging he says I have New Yorker covers hanging on the wall. I, I, it's true, I do have one. It's a postcard size. I got it in New York City on the street for I think two fifty or three bucks. Uh, he talked about my fancy Italian coffee maker, uh, Tony. You're going to love this one because uh, it's a Nespresso. You can get it at uh, Target for about 120 bucks. Um, and everything that he's saying there. Oh, and I, and also my Scandinavian furniture. That was my favorite part. Yeah, it's IKEA. Um, so. <laughs> So so what they're doing, though, is they, he's trying to paint me as some sort of rich elitist who has figured out how to make money off talking to nefarious figures. By the way, the, the, at least one of the people that I spoke to that day when he says I'm part of the alt-right is a woman, uh, a wonderful woman. Her name's Yasmin Mohammed. She's a, she's a secular atheist now, but she was at one time married to a member of al-Qaeda. And she she left religion. She left an, a, a horrifically abusive relationship. Her story is incredible. I think it's one of the most important interviews that I ever did. Uh, but but this is what they do. They, it's sort of what you're saying about what they do at the Tea Party. They take reality and then they completely flip it on its head. And it's such a flip that you have trouble. You have trouble even. Uh, even ascertaining what the truth might be because they've given you so many suggested words. You're like, ah, I, I guess this is kind of right. So it, it's just, this is journalism one oh one, unfortunately.
0: By the way, uh, the, it is $150 on target. That is true. Unless you get the plus deluxe and coffee maker bundle, that's $174 and 30 cents.
1: Uh, oh, man, I want, I want the deluxe. I
0: just have the regular over here. You see, if only you would work harder. Um, I know, I should work harder. When people buy the book, Don't Burn This Book by Dave Rubin, um, What what is the takeaway? what What is it that you want people to be empowered with by reading it?
1: Well, the takeaway more than anything else is you must stand up for what you believe in. I really believe that the largest underserved class in America right now is what I call the politically closeted, the amount of people who are afraid to say what they think. And it's not because they're racists or bigots or anything else. It's because generally it's because they've sort of woke up to, to so many of the things that the left has gone crazy with about identity politics and gender pronouns and things like that. And they're going, wow, I'm, I'm really not a lefty anymore, but that doesn't necessarily make me a conservative. Now there's, there's a version of this that is people that are, Um, you know, on the right that maybe aren't fully, fully into every conservative or Republican idea. I think that's a little bit less. But this book is for people that want to think for themselves. I I lay out every single political position that I hold in this book. And at the end of the book, I tell you, look, I, I hope you don't agree with me on everything. I hope you've come to some different conclusions. But here's the philosophy that I hold. Here are the conclusions I've come to. And I, for one, want to live in a country with people that disagree with me. As long as you do it respectfully and you don't come to my property and try to take my stuff. But if you want to engage in ideas and, and you know, Tony, you and I could sit down over a beer and, and argue about abortion or taxes or anything else. And if we didn't agree completely, that would be absolutely fine, as long as the greater agreement was, wow, you know, we both want to live in America. We want to live freely. We want to fight for what we believe. And, and you know, if we, if we're next door neighbors. You know, we don't want to just come over and and grab whatever the other guy has just because you don't have it. And I think that's how most Americans want to live. I think that's what the founders intended us to live by. They wanted us to to live and let live. And we've got to return to that because there's a lot of people, particularly on the left right now, who who want power. And they want to see how far they can control our lives. And I'm just not going to sit back and, and let them do it. And I suspect you won't either. And I'm guessing most of your audience won't either.
0: His name is Dave Rubin. Uh, You can go to the website Dave Rubin, R-U-B-I-N, DaveRubin.com. The book, Don't Burn This Book, Thinking for Yourself in an Age of Unreason, is available at Amazon.com, wherever fine books are are sold. And, oh, by the way, not a member of the alt-right. Don't be uh, crazy on that one. Check out the book for yourself. Dave, I appreciate you taking the time. I'm Tony Katz. My name is Dale Pazinski. I'm 19 years old, and this is how I live United. I've always been kind of a computer geek, and I found a way to use those skills to help the homeless.